Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the 3 of 7 podcast. This is a comms check with me, Chad. I'm going to go deep with you guys today, so bear with me as we talk about fear not. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Peace is what I leave with you. It's my own peace that I give you. I do not give it as the world does. Do not be worried and upset. Do not be afraid. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear, because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought joy to my soul. But now... This is what the Lord says, do, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. An anxious heart weighs a man down, but a kind word cheers him up. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. I have, not, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Humble yourselves, then, under God's mighty hand, so that he will lift you up in his own good time. Leave all your worries with him, because he cares for you. Tell everyone who is discouraged, be strong. Do not be afraid. God is coming to your rescue. Do not worry about your life, what you will eat, about your body or what you will wear. Life is more than food and the body more than clothes. Consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn, yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable are you than birds? Who of you, by worrying can add a single hour to his life. Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous fall. Immediately he spoke to them and said, Take courage. It is I. Do not be afraid. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified of them. For the Lord your God goes with you and will never leave you nor forsake you. For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear. I will help you. Do not be afraid, for I myself will help you, declares the Lord your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. God is our refuge and our strength an ever-present help in time of trouble. The Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? 
The Lord is with me. He is my helper. Fear of man will prove to be a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Be quiet, be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. But even if you suffer for doing what is right, God will reward you for it. So do not worry or be afraid of their threats. I prayed to the Lord, and he answered me. He freed me of all my fears. Do not be afraid of them. The Lord your God himself will fight for you. Then he placed his right hand on me and said, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. Jesus told him, do not be afraid, just believe. I am convinced that nothing can separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither fears for today or worries about tomorrow, nor the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. The Lord your God is in your midst, a victorious warrior. He will exalt you with joy, and he will be quiet in his love. He will rejoice over you with shouts of joy. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His Faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near to you. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all of your ways. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him. For he acknowledges my name. He will call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver and honor him. All right, guys. That was 33 Bible verses that tell us to fear not. And I finished up with the last one, Psalm 91, because that was the verse that I quoted when I fell in a river polluted with dead and decaying bodies and trash, and I got a gut full of water, and I quoted Psalm 91 in front of my teammates that day, standing upon the promises of that psalm, and I was fine. I don't know. Coincidence or not, I don't know. Look, guys... I'm glad you bared with me on that. I hope you enjoyed that. Look, you guys know where I stand. You guys know where I get my um, my truth from. You know, and it comes from the Bible. And, and I'm not asking you if, if you don't 
believe the way that I believe. I'm not trying to convince you uh, to 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 believe the way I believe. I'm I, I hope you can find truth in the scripture that we just went over there. I hope you can find truth regardless of how you believe. That's not what this is about. This is about why I fear not. Why I don't allow fear to consume my life. Especially in the world that we're living in today where there's so much fear-mongering going on. There's so many things that are trying to grab our attention and to make us afraid, really, in all reality, in order to control our thoughts and actions. But we should fear not. Look, guys, fear is a real thing. It's an emotion. Why are we even talking about fear? First of all, this comms check was kind of inspired by, I've had a lot of people reach out and request that I do a podcast, a comms check on, you know, going over some some scriptures. And so I figured this was the perfect opportunity because essentially the 33 scriptures that I just read to you guys is the reason that I, that I fear not. So it was inspired by that. And, um, you know, it's just a hot topic these days, so we're going to dig into it real quick. Fear is a real thing. It's an emotion. That's the reason we're talking about it here, uh, but it's not always a really bad thing. You know, I've I've been afraid plenty of times in my life. I'm not saying that that I'm I'm never afraid, but you can use the when when fear is is a good thing is is when you can use it in order to sharpen you or sharpen your senses in other words when i was with noah the you know a month or so ago and we were climbing lone peak and it got really really hairy there at the summit to the point that one slip would have been life ending there was some fear involved there rightfully so when i'm standing when when i was active duty and i was standing on the rear ramp of a, you know, C-17 way out over the Atlantic Ocean, and I'm about to jump out of this airplane at 14,000 feet. There was some fear involved there. Like, but in those moments, I would use that fear I would bring it into subjection. I wouldn't allow it to control me. I wouldn't allow it to paralyze me. But I would use it to sharpen me in those moments. In other words, the fear that I was experiencing in those moments was more or less a healthy respect for the activity that I was participating in. That's essentially what it was. It was a healthy respect. So that's kind of that's kind of the the difference. You know, the Bible talks a lot about fearing the Lord, and that's that's what it's talking about. It's a healthy respect for something that is 
way more powerful than you. Where fear becomes a problem is when we start to, when it starts to get illogical. When we start to fear and worry about aspects that we have no control over. When we, when we start to allow anxiety and illogical fear to, to paralyze us as individuals, as a society, as a team, whatever it may be, that's where fear becomes a problem. When we can no longer bring it into subjection and when we are just wasting time worrying and fearing things that that we have no control over. Look, life is a weird thing. There's a lot that's out of our control. Um, yeah, we all live in time, and time is a, a is to live in time is to live in a constant state of undulation. There's a lot of things that that we cannot foresee, that we cannot predict. Look, those are the things that we cannot let fear of those things paralyze us. That's where it becomes an issue. So, you know, I'm, I'm just encouraging you here today to fear not. And the things in your life that could cause you harm, that you have things in your life that you have some control over, have a healthy respect for those things and allow that to sharpen you and to make you more aware and to heighten your senses so that you can persevere and accomplish your mission. Man, we could talk about fear for a long time, but that is, uh, we're going to leave it at that for now. I'm going to go into a couple other things here in just a second. We're going to talk about a, a changing tide, and uh, we're going to talk, talk about another little hot topic that kind of, uh, it was kind of on my mind today. But anyways, hey guys, this episode of this, uh, of, of this comms check is brought to you by Exoskin. You guys know I wear Exoskin for all of my ultras, um, all of my backpacking missions and outdoors activities. Anytime I'm moving, generating sweat and salt and getting nasty, I've got my Exoskin on. They are the premier fitness apparel on the market today. They have copper fibers woven into the fabric that help I guess, eliminate odor-causing bacteria. The the fabric actually channels moisture and sweat away from your skin. So it really, really significantly decreases issues with chafing and salt buildup and stinking and just all that nasty stuff. It's a game changer. So Exoskin was the first person to sponsor this podcast. They've been with us for a long time. Not only do they make the best 
outdoor fitness apparel on the market, but they have been a supporter of the 307 podcast from day one. So if you are interested in buying Exoskin, please go to exoskin.us. Get you some. I promise you won't be disappointed. There's a pro code. I'll attach it in the show notes of this episode. Use it, and you'll get 20% off of your order. Thank you, Exoskin, for sponsoring this episode. All right, guys, the next thing we're going to talk about moving on from Fear Not is... um, So I've been... uh, I've been getting, I've had this strange feeling for the last, I don't know, week or so that the tides are about to change. So let's talk about the tides real quick. What What is, how do the tides work? If you don't live in like a coastal area, you may not understand how a tide works. So to start with, the tide is either moving in or out. So let's say for this example, the tide is moving out, which means it's flowing from inland out to the ocean. And then it it does that for a certain amount of time, and then you have what's called a slack tide. And the slack tide is where the the water has flowed all the way out as much as it's going to flow out into the ocean, and all movement stops. And the tide, the there's no movement in the water, in or out. It's called the slack tide. And then after slack tide, the tide changes. And all the water that had flowed out into the ocean is now pulled back up into the inland waterways. So then it starts moving in. You know, I don't I don't know this this feeling. I'm not saying that like God has like given me this message or, or delivered me this message or, or this feel. I don't know I, I don't know where it's coming from maybe it's just my awareness of what's going on in the world and, and my awareness of nature and the way things work I don't know but I feel like I have I have a strong feeling that right now we are in slack tide so all the all the water for the last for the last few months has been going out and we've been we've been fighting against this outgoing tide and it's just like it's it's been we we haven't by no means are we like worn out or tired or on the verge of of giving up by no means like i enjoy being in the fight chaos is an old shoe for me I mean, this is, this is, I, I can thrive. It's all good. But the tide's been going out and we've been having to swim against this tide, man. And it, it is difficult. But I feel like it's like right now, and I don't, I don't know if this message is for the, the broader picture or if it's just for my life. Right now, I feel like we are in a slack tide. So everything's just kind of hanging, suspended. Everything is is finally just kind of stopped. Not uh, you know, not in a bad way, but there's this hanging apprehension. Okay? The tide is about to change. The tide is about to start coming back in. And we're still going to fight and we're still going to swim and we're still going to to do work. But 
we're going to be going with the tide. And we're going to get so much further, so much faster when, we, when we're going with the tide. This is a principle of nature. And like I say, I don't know where this is coming from, but I've been praying the last week or so for God to prepare my heart for the changing tide that is coming. That prayer came out of nowhere. I just, it was almost like um, the Holy Spirit was making intercession as I was praying one night. But this has been, this has become my standard for prayer for the last week or so. For God to prepare my heart and to prepare my mind for the changing of the tide. I don't know if this resonates with you. I have no expectations for it. I have no timeline. I, 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 like I say, I don't know where this is coming from. Maybe it encourages you. Maybe it resonates with you. Maybe, maybe if you are in alignment with, uh, with nature and with, with your spiritual life, maybe you're having the same feeling. And I, I hope so. But I just want to let you know, that's what's going on with me right now. Because that's what comms checks are all about, right? To keep the lines of communications open between us, between me and all of you guys. You guys are the body of 3 of 7 Project. So, pray with me that God prepares our hearts, our minds, our bodies for the changing tide. Speaking of prayer, <laughs> I told you guys I was going to go deep with you today, man. I don't I don't I don't usually get this deep into my own personal spiritual walk. I I I don't I don't like to I don't ever want to close people off to you know what we have to say. I don't ever want to make this podcast exclusive just for people that believe the way I believe. That's totally not my mission. So I told you, I'm, I'm going deep with you today. I told you that at the beginning of the podcast. Speaking of prayer, um, one thing that drives me crazy, and I've been guilty of it. I've been totally guilty of doing this, but one thing that drives me crazy is when we tell each other or we make a comment on social media or when we, whatever, when we tell each other, I'll be praying for you or I'm praying for you or I'm praying for you guys. Okay, if, you, if you're gonna, if you're gonna tell someone that you're praying for them. Are you really going to take the time and be intentional about seeking God in prayer and making intercession for that person that you've told you're going to pray for them? Are you going to make that commitment? Or are you just saying that 
because it's something nice to say. Because it's like a, a, a compliment. It's like something we say in passing. So it, dri- it drives me nuts. I heard it, uh, I don't know, I was listening to a podcast today, and I heard that the guys that were talking on the podcast, that's how they finished it up, it was, they were talking about a tornado had hit in a neighboring community, and, you know, they, they finished it up by saying, hey, you know, we know there was a lot of destruction over there, we're praying for you guys, and I thought, you know, I wonder, and and if, if, if they if they were intentional about seeking God and making intercession for their neighbor, then, it, then it's all good. But I wondered that because I think nine times out of ten when we tell each other we're, we're sending, we're, we're praying for you, we, we don't actually do that. So that, that's, kind of, that's kind of a pet peeve of mine, right? Another thing, I can't tell you how many times, and I learned this from Blake. Blake challenged me to do this. Can't tell tell you how many times I've been talking to a buddy or or something like that, and you know they're telling me about the hard times they're going through or or kind of what's going on in their life, and and we we finished up the conversation, and you know the last thing that I'll say or the last thing that my brother or sister will say was I'll be praying for you. It's like no 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 hold on just a minute. Let's let's change that language. The next time you have that <clears throat> that opportunity. Before you get off the phone or before you guys part ways, instead of saying, I'll be praying for you, say, you got just a minute, let me pray with you. Let me pray with you right now. So Blake challenged me with this probably a year ago, and uh, and I've I've been trying to implement it in my life every opportunity that I have. And I would extend the same challenge to you that when you have that opportunity for a friend, a brother, a sister, someone that, that's struggling, instead of just saying, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll be praying for you, take the time. Go ahead and knock it out before you, you part ways and life happens and you get busy and, and you no longer have the time to be intentional about that statement. Go ahead and knock it out. Say, hey, let me pray with you real quick about this conversation that we just had. And it's so much, I don't know, it's so much more effective. It's so much more, um, I don't know, if, I don't, I don't want to say valuable. It's like, it's just so much more real, right? It's so much more real. So that's a challenge for you guys. If you guys are into prayer, that's a challenge for you. So that's about it for the comms check. Man, this was a long one. I appreciate you bearing with me on this. Thanks for tuning in. This is just me deep into my spiritual life and or I guess semi deep. But um yeah, thank you for supporting us on Patreon. 
If you're enjoying this podcast, leave us a review on the Apple Podcast Player. Would really, really appreciate it. It helps us get the show out. And yeah, leave us a comment on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about this episode because it's a little different now. Uh, This is a little deeper, a little different than what we've ever done on a comms check before. So, yeah, that's enough for the comms check today, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Enough said.